This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. Hello and welcome to the My Business Podcast. My name is Adam Bell and I'm your host. And with me in the studio today is Greg Smith. Welcome, Greg. Good morning, Adam. How are you? I'm very well. Now, I deliberately didn't uh, give the name of, uh, of your company because I want you to tell us the name of your company <laughs> and the, the, the story behind the name. Awesome. All right. Well, th- thanks for that uh, offer to do my own intro. I really yep. appreciate that. So the name of the business is called Buntu. Powered by Send Handwritten. Okay. Ubuntu is a derivative of the word Ubuntu. It's a South African word. And I use that word often during my uh, outdoor education career. I owned and ran an outdoor education company helping young adults and corporates get a handle on who they were and what they were up to on the planet. And we chose the outdoors as our vehicle. That South African word Ubuntu with a U in front means, Adam, I see you, I recognise you and I appreciate the fact that you're in my world this morning because we get a chance to have a conversation. Fantastic. And it's together that life and business makes sense. Absolutely. Mm. And look, you, you talk about what's going on in the world, because I remember the first conversation I had with you a little while back, and um, I think this puts in perspective sort of what you, you do in business, but um, what is going on in the world, Greg, and how does that <laughs> relate to what you're, what you're doing in business? Yeah, look, I, I remember when I asked you the question. The question is, if you were to name, Adam, the underlying energy and emotion that is percolating under the surface amongst small to business, uh, uh, you know, small to medium-sized business owners, what would that emotion be? And your answer at the time was, Greg, I think it's got something to do with anxiousness, Absolutely. uncertainty. Still think it is. What the heck is going to happen next? We've got, a, we've got a really turbulent world at the moment. Okay, so let's make that assertion that anxiousness is part of the underlying percolation. And it's not everybody. Lots of people are quite confident. They are sure about who they are and what they're up to, and they're doing very well. Thank you very much. The generalisation, though, is, and I've tested this over and over and over by asking gentlemen like yourself, what do you think is going on? And then I've gone and found the objective evidence to say trust is deteriorating, particularly our trust in our systems of governance and our institutions. That deterioration in trust, and by all means look up a a, um, a research paper called the uh, Edelman Trust Barometer, which is a, a survey of 32,000 people that gets done around the world every year. There's only a few um, enterprises on the planet where trust is increasing. In the last 12 months, there's been another 10% decrease in our trust in those institutions and systems of government. There's a groundswell of it, isn't there? Right. So do you trust the news when you turn it on? Do you trust the name the institutions? Big pharma, media, I'm talking big media, yep. um, the health system, Even the, school the education system, system mm. and, and 
and I know what's going on in the school system because I spent so long in there working with young adults who are in the school system. Things need to change. And there's an enormous amount of uh, hope and possibility and potential, and that's where we choose to focus. But let's say at the moment the underlying, you know, percolation is anxiousness. The, when I asked my 85-year-old mum, mum, in, in, um, in years gone by when there's been, the community has been anxious, where, where have they gone? And the summary of a very long answer over a very long morning tea with my own mum, which is not a bad summary, is, mate, look, I, I go to church to find out how, how to live. I go to the doctor to find out what pills I should take. I turn on the news to find out what's true. I've put you and the grandkids through mainstream education, etc., etc., etc. That's where that generation went. And the piece de resistance is that I'm now retired and I know the government will look after me. Adam, for your and my generation, I do not believe that the government is going to look after us. I agree. So if that is the situation, and maybe it's a big if, but certainly this human being's assumption, what's the antidote to that? And in my opinion, the antidote to that is you and I and the community that we can build around what it is that we are up to. So the Buntu outfit, our team, wants to collaborate on work that actually matters with people who care to help build and grow your business. Fantastic. That's the mantra. Awesome. Mm. No, look, it's a, it's a fantastic why. Tell us what Buntu does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're working that out too. You're working that out. <laughs> Look, you've, you've, you, you're self-described as a unicorn. <laughs> so now, now describe the unicorn to me. Okay. So one of the things that is required as part of the antidote to that, let, let's call it disconnect or, or anxiousness, is getting a sense, not of what you do. I know what you do. You're an accountant. You're a financial planner. You're a mortgage broker. You're a finance broker. You're a real estate agent. That's, that's what you do. But who are you? What's going on behind that chest of yours that I want to reach into and grab here and put right in front of your audience's noses and eyeballs with big red, red arrows pointing at it to say this is the heart and soul an intention and story of Adam or whoever the client is. How do we get a handle on the who, which is of significance, and then amplify that with resonance, with story, to the right audience, in the right cadence, at the right time, in channels that get listened to, so that you get to have the impact that you're looking to have while you're on this planet? That's what we do. That's fantastic. That's look. I understand what you're saying because it's a little bit the same as what we what we actually do here, Greg. It, mm. You know, we do have accountants, we do have lawyers, we do have HR professionals, but that's just a label. But they come and sit across from me, and we get to understand who they are as people and and why they they do what they they do. So, yeah. absolutely a, a, amazing. What makes you so? That's what makes you different. Absolutely. And then, of course, we put that difference on steroids. By that I mean that once we start to get a handle on who the human being is that we are working with and we start to amplify that, then we've chosen two or three main channels of significance. 
So if you were to look at our website, there's, there's five services. There's more, but there's five listed on the website. We want to, first of all, uncover you. That makes sense even in the title. We then want to express you. So that's get a clear sense of your brand as a person, your brand in terms of the service that you're providing and your brand in terms of your business. It's not just a logo, is it? It isn't. We, although we do help with that, <laughs> yep. that's not the essence. The essence is the who behind the brand. Then we amplify you and we do that online and offline. And there, um, our difference, our significance gets revealed. So we particularly work with our clients to amplify who they are online by leveraging LinkedIn. Okay. So LinkedIn's the main platform you work with? LinkedIn is the main platform we work with. And we're not saying that's the only platform you should show up in. It just so happens that we have deep and abiding um, expertise in that channel. Look, I'm, I'm working with you on, on, <laughs> on my LinkedIn. I don't mind telling our audience out there. And sure. I've been amazed at, um, at what I'm seeing as, as I go through this. And, and the one thing that I hadn't, I guess, understood until working with, with Buntu was that LinkedIn's no longer your online resume. Oh, goodness me. No. Look, no. I, I think there's a lot of people out there who still think that's what it is. So what is it, Adam? In your experience so far with us... What is LinkedIn really? It's a platform to let people know who you are. Yes. And, uh, and look, it's still what you do, but who, who you are. Um, and to, to be able to connect to a much wider, um, you know, network of people for all types of, of reasons. But if, you, if, you, if you're my generation, um, who we traditionally, and it was an online resume at one particular point, wasn't yes. it? Yeah, of course it was. So, yeah. and, and you know, how many how many million people are, are, are on it, Greg? How many? Oh, we're, we're approaching a billion people oh. around the planet. I believe it's about fifteen million people here in Australia. And and my guess would still be that most still have something they put up there, um, you know, five ten years ago that has their resume and still aren't using it for for, yeah. for what it can be. Yes. What can it be? It can be your personal brand amplified into the marketplace, telling your story to the audience that you'd like to attract the attention of in a tone that makes sense and a cadence that makes sense to that audience. So whatever you're educating and helping and supporting and edifying and advocating for and figuring out what it is that that audience really wants to hear, LinkedIn is one of the platforms that you can absolutely do that in a formulated, systemic, consistent way to get the attention that you so deserve, Adam. And look, I do know the answer to this because I'm doing it, but tell me, how do you do that? Okay, so <clears throat> the main... Uh, we get appreciated for our service because we've got a couple of very clever gentlemen helping me run this business. One of those gentlemen, his name is Steve Dart. Steve is not a LinkedIn expert first. Steve is a marketing genius. That man helped launch Red Bull here in Australia and um, zhuzhed up uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Zhuzhed it up. Zhuzhed it up, all right. Did he? Yes, he did all sorts of exciting things and created uh, lines of people around the block, knocking on the door, essentially, of Hard Rock Cafe, etc., etc. 
So when you've got a marketing brain who is an, uh, a generous-spirited, clever, well-intentioned human being who wants to connect human beings with other human beings, that's in, in Steve's DNA, then that human being as a one-on-one coach for other humans, that's the trick. And I know that, that Steve gives our clients goosebumps creating the impact and the difference that our clients seek. Because what, what our clients are seeking, what we seek as human beings, and Adam, you and I are exactly the same, we want to know... I've, it. I've got hair, Greg. Uh, yes, go easy on the bald jokes. That's, that's <laughs> okay. yeah, whoa. So what you and I both seek as humans is we want to know that it matters if we're not here. True. Legacy. Yep. So we want to... We, we love routine. We like to know, our subconscious likes to know that there is a routine to the day. Fascinatingly, at the same time, we love surprise and delight. And our business is excellent at creating surprise and delight. The third thing that we crave, we demand in terms of our psychology is significance. So Maslow would say we demand psychologically to belong. And one of the components of belonging is to sense that we matter and that we are cared for. We are worthy of the significance that is our God-given birthright. Then we want to make a contribution and, as you say, leave a legacy. So how do you do that? So back to the services that Ubuntu offers, offers, offers <laughs> is Amplify You Let's leverage that business-to-business channel, which is LinkedIn, and then take that QR code that's available on the back end of everybody's LinkedIn profile and print it. And print it on beautifully designed, handwritten, wax-sealed mail that helps with both lead generation and with client retention for you and your business. And do that in a way that is surprising and delightful, and engaging, and resonating, and story-based. It just works. I um, I want you to tell us more about Send Handwritten, because mm-hmm. um, I remember you telling me a story early on. T- tell me a story where you've used Send Hand- Handwritten, that, and I'll, I'll let you explain ex- exactly what it is, where it's made a difference, where... In this world we live in today, you, um, you and I are about the same vintage. We we grew up where all mail came and you got it from the letterbox to the point where emails came and you got excited. You've seen this old joke, uh, the email lands, everyone's excited, you've got an email, you've got an email. Now we look at emails, we roll our eyes and think, oh, goodness, do I have to go through all of those? But you get a letter and you're all excited. It's come full circle. Tell me about Send Handwritten. Tell me a story where it's it's made an impact and, and done something wonderful for, for one of your clients. <laughs> Okay, so before I get into a story, there's an interesting statistic that I learnt from a gentleman called Malcolm Ald, who lectures in marketing at Sydney University. And he's, uh, both of us are members of the elite marketing group here in Australia. And Malcolm shared on his LinkedIn profile a few months ago that the three fastest growing channels to market on the planet, and we're talking the Western world. Sure mainly America, the third fastest of those three is personalised physical mail. 
Now, that's interesting because it's the channel on the planet where you can whisper and still be heard. And every business and every home has a magic box in front of that office or in front of that home where physical mail can be delivered. I love it. So, to tell a story, an accountant client comes to us. Adam, what's the persona or the presumed persona of an accountant? Like, how do they show up generally? Are they exciting and entertaining or something else? And I'm not saying there's not exciting and entertaining accountants, but what's the generalisation? I haven't met one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to all the accountants out there. (laughs) So, So an accountant shows up on the planet as an expert in left brain, analytic, serious, money-oriented or figures-oriented expertise. And tells you that in a monotone voice. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So uh, we worked with a client just before COVID and he came along and he said, Greg, you're a smarty pants. My social media is not working. What are you going to do? And I said, Brendan, let's run a pilot. And he said, how long's a pilot? And at the time we said, look, a pilot is putting 100 cards a month into the market for 12 months. He said, okay, great. And I said, who are you looking for the attention of, Brendan? And he said, I'd like the attention of construction companies in southeast Queensland. I want to talk to their general managers or their CEOs and they need to be turning over between five and $20 million a year. We went, great. So our team did the following. We went and curated very carefully a list of those construction companies in southeast Queensland. And that was for the first quarter. That was his target audience. So we curated the list. And once we had the list, our call team, who are here onshore, got on the phones. And they asked a couple of very simple questions. Let's imagine you're the general manager at a construction company, Adam. And the question would be, hi, it's Mary here from XYZ Accounting, I'm wondering if you could help me, please, Adam. Adam says, who the heck are you? Look, Adam, I'm blah, blah from XYZ Accounting, which is one of our team on behalf of the accounting firm. Could you please confirm for me that the correct address for you is what I've got in front of me here? XYZ, yes or no, a conversation begins either with the gatekeeper or with the target, the the prospect. Yep. Either way, we get verified data. We exclude the data that we can't verify the uh, uh, verify the, the names and addresses, et cetera, for, and we replace that bit so of data. So you're getting the dead wood out of, out of the list. Yep, before we even write a single word. In the background, while the data work's being done, our creative team are designing the cards and the envelopes and the wax seal and the scripting and everything that goes into creating a bespoke, beautiful, edutaining, phenomenal piece of work that is going to interrupt the pattern of attention of that general manager and CEO. So in the example that I'm thinking about, um, we uh, created, our creative director put together a card with a yak on the front of it. And we put big, bold, black and red sunnies on the yak and the opening sentence inside the card, which was handwritten by real human beings, was, Hi Adam, I hope you don't mind my old school approach. I'd love to have a yak with you. We sent 100 of those out the first month and then our call team got on the phones to nurture the prospect and that connectivity. We did it a second month and the accountant rang me at the end of the second month and he said, Greg, we have a problem. And I said, 
uh-oh, what's the problem? And he said, you've blown my business up. And I said, <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? And he said, I am $1.4 million up and I need more staff. And I said, oh, would you like to delay month three? And he said, no, I'd like you to rip up the contract, please. And of course, I didn't quite get it. No. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, I've just dismissed my business development manager, who I was paying seventy or $80,000 to in a package. He said, you are now my business development team and I'd like a three-year contract, please. Lock me in at whatever price you're going to lock me in at. And we were his business development team for the next three years. Now, I cannot claim that we did a two-month stint ever again with $1.4 million being the result. But every month, that accountant sat at his desk catching tennis balls, which said, new appointment, new appointment, new appointment. So data, cards, calls, showing up to interrupt the attention of busy, invested, um, and distracted in a good way on their work, business people who in that case needed a new accountant. Fantastic. So would it be fair to say, I mean, you are a unicorn. We, we, we'll call you a marketing company, a marketing company that does things very differently. Yeah, and, and so our quip is that we, we, we're, we're not a card company, although we do send beautiful handwritten wax-sealed mail all around the world. So every Friday night from our distribution centre, we ship to England, America, Canada, New Zealand and Australia. They're our main markets. We do that, but we're not a card company. We help our clients with both lead generation and exceptional surprise and delight and velcrocity, <laughs> if that's a word. I don't know what that means. But so we Velcro your existing <laughs> clients to whatever it is that you do via surprise and delight. Yeah, that's marketing, but we're not a marketing company. Our job is to amplify the entrepreneurial spirit and heart and soul so that our clients get out of bed and have the impact in an amplified way that they're put here on the planet to have. That's the game in town. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Look, we're, we're just about out of time. I've got uh, one final question for you because there'll be people out here listening to this who want to know more. Where do they get in contact for, with you and who is your perfect client, who are you looking to talk to? So we absolutely want to work with those human beings on the planet that get it, that purpose-driven, collaborative, friendly, well-intentioned human beings are their client base and that's who we want to work with. So it is small to medium um, business decision makers and C-suites who want to have an impact mainly in the boutique end of town. So think boutique real estate, um, um, uh, mortgage brokers, finance brokers, business coaches, and certainly, you know, accountants and others that are at the hub of networks of other business people. So from our point of view, imagine an accountant and an accountant has 100 clients there is a thing in my mind called hero accounting. An accountant that is simply an accountant, I'm sure they do a good job, 
But if they're at the hub of 100 clients, that accountant, and let's say the team of 20 that's working for that accountant, needs to be using the services of as many of those businesses as possible. A hero accountant goes the next step and encourages and facilitates the people that are uh, his or her clients using the services of all of the clients of that accountant. So that then he becomes the hero. Would you leave an accountant? Because people leave their accountants essentially because they get bored. Yep. Or they only get contacted, you know, when it's end of, you know, financial year sure. or it's tax time. But would you ever leave an accountant who was deliberately going out of their way to edify, advocate for, and connect you as a business person, because you're in a, a, a client of that accountant, with, you know, 30 of the other clients that are clients of the accountant. Like you, you just wouldn't, like he's part of your, or she is part of your business development team. So we're looking for people that are at the hub of those organ or hub of those networks. Because if we talk to one accountant and it happens for us, the accountant says, whoa, Greg, you could help half a dozen of my clients online or offline. Adam, I, I know we're coming to the end, but I'd love to share a final thought with you, if I may. Is that okay? Absolutely. Go for it. So what came across my desk last weekend um, was a question. And if I may, for the purposes of the recording, the question really uh, triggered for me this. Why does our work that we're doing, why does it matter right now in 2023 and in 2024 and really for the foreseeable future, but why now? Why does it matter? Here's part of the answer. (coughs) In a newspaper article last weekend in Melbourne, this statistic was written. 59% of Jed Zen and 41% of millennials 34% of Gen X, let's stick with the first one, nearly 60% of Gen Z, so the youngest, are lonely. That's frightening. Given my background with 25 years working with young adults and the fact that I've got a 22 and a 24-year-old living in my home. In the first half of 23, Lifeline received 116,000 texts or phone calls. That's a 17% increase year on year. And the question to this human being, to this soul, was if you were to to address that Gen Z group, that cohort, and their parents, what would you say? And here was my written answer. And this is my best explanation of our work, and it's the work of worthiness and significance. And this at the moment is part of our capstone. I would say to that cohort that the past does not equal the future. The genuine connection and mutual support is vital for the soul. So get connected, kids, properly. I'd say acknowledge the shitty circumstances, then stop the pity party. Get above the line and take responsibility as blame, shame, justification and excuses do not adequately amplify the significance of you. I'd say, if you can't quite get there, then, like platelets in our blood when we get cut, coalesce, congeal, plug the leak together by putting your devices aside 
looking each other in the eye and saying the four most important words on this planet. I believe in you. Now let's get stuff done and make the world better for us having been here. I'd say pick a cause way bigger than you and commit. Knowing that life's not fair is challenging. And remember, those control freak pollies, they work for you. So flip them the bird and just get on with it, will you? And know, we, whoever we is, are here to catch you when you fall or get stuck. And finally, I'd remind that cohort that they are enough. They are intensely loved and lovable and that God does not make junk. And that's our best effort at describing the work that we do is encouraging other souls with that message. If that makes us a marketing company, call us a rocket launching site or a marketing company, I don't mind. That is the work that's on our desk that gets us out of bed every day. Unicorn is probably the word I'm going to use. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. That's, um, that's amazing. It, it, there's so much in, in that for, for all of us to, to take away. Thank you for, for sharing. Thanks, Adam. Lastly, where do people get in touch with you, Greg? Oh, great question. So easiest way, uh, right at the moment, we're migrating our website at the moment. So greg at buntu, B-U-N-T-U dot com dot au or my phone number is all over the um, uh, send handwritten website and just go to sendhandwritten.com.au or in the next 24 hours buntu.com.au either of those websites will take you to my calendar or my phone number fantastic thank you for joining me on the my business podcast uh, thanks adam you're a genius thanks mate Cut. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.